0: For most creatures, finding a mate is a top priority, up there with getting a good meal. But the common rain frog has a funny shape that makes mating season a bit awkward, and that shape is round. How can a pair of balloons come together to make smaller balloons? How can you hold your loved ones tight when you've got tiny little arms? Sometimes sticking together is the best strategy in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm
1: Joe. And I'm Carlos.
0: Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify.
1: And thank you t- to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. Uh, to check that out, you can uh, visit us at our home on the web at ldtaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, to Tristan Taylor, Jesse Raspalich, Carol Raspalich, and uh, Richard Kaspar. Thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on.
0: And today we're talking about a frog that sticks to its plans, but more on that later.
1: Sticks to its plans. Yes. Plan A. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Not plan B. Um. Yeah, we're talking about the common rain frog. hmm. Because it's just so. And it's not. I mean, it, it, it deals with the rainy season and stuff, but this is just not. Its behavior and its look is just not what I would call a rain frog.
0: <laughs> there, it's not wet yeah. enough.
1: You have to be wetter to be a rain frog, in my opinion.
0: This. If you don't know what this guy looks like, you have seen him before. He's an internet famous frog.
1: Really? I had not seen him before.
0: This grumpy little... Yeah. Kooshball.
1: Angry stress ball is what I wrote down here. But <laughs> it's called the common rain frog, but we're, it's also known as the Bushveld rain frog, which I imagine is Afrikaans. Sounds uh, Dutch. And, uh, but we're going to call it here Toto Baggins because it's sticky and what is it <laughs> um, well, but let's tax- taxonomize this before we get any further, it's in the kingdom you know love and are in, that kingdom is Animalia Phylum, Chordata, Class Amphibia, it's a frog Or and since it's a frog, a true frog that order is Anura that's plant A A for Anura mm-hmm. uh, the family is Brevicipitidae. Hmm. Um, the genus is Breviceps, and the species is as ad adspersus ad adspersus adspersus. I think is good. Mm-hmm. So brevis. The binomial nomenclature is Breviceps adspersus. Uh, that- <laughs> sounds like it's like a sean connery thing like ad spurses um <laughs> but i uh, since we're in the business of in- in naming things it's time for my favorite part of the show and because you chose another frog nitty-gritty nomenclature because we already know a group of frogs is called an army so, <laughs> so we're going with the the nitty-gritty nomenclature what does the binomial nomenclature mean in English? What does breviceps ad mean in English? Does it mean Joe a scattered short head? B rubber mouth spear C repeating small nerves or D stout legged sand dweller. What was the first one? Scattered Shorthead.
0: Scattered Shorthead final answer.
1: Ding, ding, ding. You're correct. The
0: most non-sequitur one I could... uh, Is that the right way to say that? The one that didn't seem like it was too out there for you to have made it up.
1: What about repeating small nerves? I thought you'd get it. I thought I'd get small you small nerves sure. is
0: what's small nerves?
1: I know it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> is that even a word? Small nerves
0: nerves okay yeah
1: like no I, I didn't know if you would like with bev- breviceps think of like cordyceps so like maybe like a nervous system thing and
0: I thought nothing at Brev
1: all. obviously means short. <laughs> so small something like that and then it's but yeah really it means seps is actually head so breviceps means a short head and then uh means scattered huh. a scattered short head good on you i mean I, w- I don't know if scattered is what i would describe it as but definitely short head
0: maybe it's like doesn't think really clearly it's very scatterbrained
1: it just seems like it's got a one track mind <laughs> what i can tell um let's talk about what this guy looks like uh this is an like we mentioned it's an angry stress ball um it's got it's got a round ball like body so just like a sphere <laughs> with a face on it It has thick, short, stumpy legs, um, mottled brown patterns on its back, uh, and these these large outward-facing eyes that stick up and out the top of its head. So, like other frogs have this as well, but um, if you're thinking of just a classic frog, you're probably thinking of a frog that has uh, eyes that are more set inside of the skull. This is not the case. It is like sitting on top of its head um and they are fe- they're they're looking in opposite directions um and they have that classic sl- uh slit pupil with uh yellowish uh eyes and it has decisive and very disappointed frown that just makes this a permanent curmudgeon and uh Grammarly taught me how to spell Curmudgeon today, <laughs> which I I, ne- I had never even seen written before. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I there really isn't that much else to 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 say about what it looks like. If you're picturing uh, a balloon with an angry frog face and eyeballs sticking on top of it, and just a bunch a couple stumpy legs sticking out you've got it um uh, as long as that's you remember it that it's frowning like grumpy cat I guess that's why it's <laughs> internet famous anything that fr- anything in the animal kingdom that frowns instantly uh, becomes internet famous did I ever mention that I w- I once worked at the Minnesota State Fair when grumpy cat was had sold out the stadium. Lincoln Park didn't sell out the stadium the next day, but Grumpy Cat <laughs> did. <laughs>
0: Why? what could it do? I don't,
1: I don't I have no idea what happened at that show because I was working the whole time and it was ha- but I could hear the cheers and stuff and um, we, we all just sat around like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening?
0: Marketing to children is is a powerful thing you wouldn't think so but it is maybe a little unethical but it's powerful
1: can you imagine what that cat did
0: (laughs) it did nothing is what it
1: did you think they got they just got like 15,000 people into the stadium and brought the cat out onto like a table and it just fell asleep (laughs) like or something. <laughs> I like I
0: saw there was like an interview with it and it breathes really funny cuz it's all messed up. Well, it's dead now, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I
1: think it died.
0: But uh it was all messed up genetically and uh couldn't breathe really well. So it was really funny to have this like
1: abomination,
0: wretched creature on a couch <laughs> during an interview just like heavy breathing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this homunculus asking asking you <laughs> to kill it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh Do you want to know how big it is? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Welcome to the beloved Measure Up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in audio of yourself, audio of yourself saying, singing, or chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We don't have a new Measure Up intro this week. The age of Melissa is over. Um, The
1: time of the orc has come. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, The time of listening to something else has come. So you're not going to have to guess anything. I think this time we're going to be introduced by the common rain frog himself. So here's the sound of a desert rain frog when it is upset. This is the angriest sound it can muster. So, without further ado, the listeners' favorite part of the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's why this video is why it's internet famous. I'm oh, sure.
1: I see. This is like my little my car, my little my little Toyota Yaris. When I honk, I. If I ever honk its horn, it's like, meep. <laughs> like It's, it's <laughs> such a pathetic horn. <laughs> and with all all of the grump that this frog can muster, and that's the sound it makes. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious.
0: It looks and sounds like a chew toy. <laughs> uh, well, thank you to the common rain frog for setting in that measure up. I'm sure it knew about it. Um, and was aware. Sure, one of them is. That it would be a viral sensation. Let's talk length. They're between one and a half to two and a quarter inches long, or three to six centimeters. How many rain frogs go into the length of Beelzebufo? Bufo.
1: Demon frog.
0: Here's a hint. Bufo is... Perhaps the largest frog to ever exist, and is also called the devil frog for its horn-like eye ridges.
1: Isn't Bielzelball not the devil? Isn't it like a demon? The name of a demon, or a fall, like a like a molek, like a fault like a a, 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 god, a Canaanite god or something like that.
0: A molek ball.
1: No molek. <laughs> it's the no. child sacrificing. Oh wait, are, mm-hmm. yeah, Moloch. Or see what you just said sounded like it came from The Elder Scrolls Oblivion. So. I did
0: say <laughs> Moloch Ball is a a Dremora or whatever. Yeah,
1: it is. but there's also Bale. There's mm-hmm. Moloch and there's Bale, and I don't think I don't know. I'm I'm not well versed on my uh, Eldritch Canaanite ancient uh, child sacrificing deities, but I think there's there's something some truth in that. Don't don't quote me um uh
0: this particular frog is extinct but it might have been the biggest ever
1: oh it's extinct so wow that that changes things so i was like oh the biggest frog that somebody took a instagram picture of it's probably like not super big but now it's like oh we're talking about megafauna
0: She was great in Transformers.
1: <laughs> was she? <laughs> well, as much
0: <laughs> as anyone was great in
1: Transformers. Uh, I try. I I I would come up with a joke, but I I really don't remember anything that happens in any in the Transformers movies. <laughs> I was going to say my favorite character was. <sighs> Darn it! I don't have the ha- cube. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite character was the MacGuffin. Um, (laughs) Alright, so... The length of this frog? This... Devil frog? Uh, Ah. I don't know. I guess I'll say it's the size of my standing desk here. Um... If we're talking about, like, prehistoric megafauna... Um... So well, we're dealing with about th- three feet. We'll call it two and a half feet. Or I could call two point two five feet, and just say, no, that's not going to work because imperial measurements don't go by tens. I can't do quick math. Okay, we'll go by th- let's say two point five feet, or two feet six inches. So I'll say thirteen. That sounds like it can't be the case. Two point yeah.
0: Huh? Yeah. No. Thir- thirteen rain frogs? Final answer? It's got yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the math checks out. And I'm I mean, this frog's gotta be huge. If it jumped on you, you'd probably die, so yeah.
0: That's the final answer? Yep. The correct answer is 6.7 rain frogs. Oh. Frogs are little. Even big frogs aren't that big. Some studies suggest the frog could have grown to 16 inches long and weighed 10 pounds.
1: See, that's picturing like Peter Jackson's Skull Island kind of frog.
0: No. In fact, more modern studies put the estimates at around 9 inches, which is... Pretty much the size of a modern-day African bullfrog.
1: Yeah, those things are pretty big. So I should—I was—I had an instinct like, oh, maybe I should just go with like the size of a laptop, which I'm looking at right now, and just go with that because that would be a massive frog. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a prehistoric massive frog where it's like, oh, this is a sloth that was 14 feet tall. But alas, it, it
0: turns out like there's no reason to get really huge as a frog. You're doing pretty well if you're little. Uh, yep. let's talk burrow depth. Their burrows can be 20 inches deep, which I assume is part of the reason why they're called the rain frog. Cause 20 inches deep. That's about the depth of like when it rains a lot, that'll get flooded out. So pretty quick, pretty quickly. And, uh, you probably, have, you probably see a lot of these guys coming out during the rain, like worms.
1: Cute, cute worms. Um, or grumpy yeah. worms.
0: Grumpy little worms. But how many burrow depths go into the depth of the beach burrow a Virginia man died in when it collapsed in 2014? Beach burrow being a hole you dig at the beach...
1: Oh, Beachboro sounds like a neighborhood name. It does, but like beach, uh, he, the the um the tree. Like this is, this is oak yes. leaf. This is Beachboro, this is Maple Ridge. That kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Beach Barrow. Uh here's a hint: the man was attempting to tunnel between two holes when his tunnel collapsed, burying him alive. Turns out people have died in simpler, but similar ways, uh, in, in even simpler sand holes on the beach. Like, you don't have to try to, like, tunnel between two holes to be in a dangerous spot if you dig too deep. Uh, digging deep holes at the beach is fun until the tide comes in or the sand wall collapses. Um... Holes on the beach can also hinder emergency vehicles, trap sea turtles seeking the sea, and twist angles. Remember, kids, don't dig deeper than your shortest friend is tall. Always fill in holes before you leave.
1: And that's, that's a message from Sandy the sea turtle. Yeah. Only you can prevent beach holes.
0: I couldn't find a recommended depth for a hole. But I did find everyone was like, you just fill it in when you before you leave. I think you shouldn't dig deeper than you're – you should be able to see out of the hole.
1: I remember when you're as a kid desperately wanting to make like a massive excavation hole in, and never actually being able to do it because either the sand was too silky and so would just pour in at a certain point. Or you were too close to the water and it was too muddy. So they're like, I don't know, maybe just Pompano Beach just didn't have the right kind of packing sand. But I I remember just like every time I went to the beach, I had this goal to just ha- like to dig super deep and it never ended up happening. Also, at a certain Me point, too. you dig to the point where you reach water and then the water just starts filling up the hole. Um so then you're just standing knee deep and you can't dig anymore. So I was prevented from uh, causing any of these terrible incidents, but man, the idea of tunneling from one hole to another under the sand without some sort of breathing apparatus is uh, is on my nope list. No, that's yeah, that's the worst kind of spelunking. It's not even cool. <laughs> it's it's the most dangerous and it's not cool Um. alright the length of this tunnel
0: no the depth how oh. deep
1: was it well in order to collapse to the point where he couldn't get out probably need more than a couple feet of sand over him We'll just call it an. We'll we'll call it a, a an even, but also appropriate, but also macabre. Six feet, six feet under. Three point six.
0: Three point six. Three rain frogs.
1: Rain rain, fro- rain frog. depth Final answer. Yes.
0: You got one hundred percent. rain frog burrows. This deadly tunnel was 6 feet deep. This man buried himself 6 feet under.
1: Oh my gosh. That that was not anticipating that. I mean, I guess I was hoping for it secretly. (laughs) I mean, imagine being 6 feet deep
0: and knowingly trying to uh, tunnel and and having 6 feet of sand above your head and not thinking I shouldn't
1: do this. Yeah, that's
0: not to be Spurge the dead
1: uh, uh there was, it was not Spurge. a wise not not a wise choice
0: not 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 a wise choice you know maybe not his finest hour maybe he was having too good a time didn't think about it through and it it cost
1: him like even but tunnels let that let are his... made out of rock you know the hard stuff need to be reinforced
0: yeah i'm 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 assuming it's not this tunnel wasn't like 20 miles long. I think the holes are probably right next to each other, but still, but like uh, there's been similar stories where they're just digging down in like a six foot tunnel or a six foot hole, no tunnels at all. And the walls just come down and uh, bury them. Don't do it. Ugh, let, gosh. let their, let their sacrifice be a lesson to you.
1: Nope. That is, that is a primal fear of mine being buried alive uh so don't don't worry about me i'll do my <laughs> i'm i'm going to do my part in not burying myself alive <laughs> i i've never also like the i've never actually been buried in the sand like up to my neck like that i don't think i could handle it
0: yeah like like long ways like vertically
1: like to the point where i need somebody to to dig me out I can't move my arms like as soon as oh, I got yeah. to that point I, I like wriggled free <laughs> I was like nope I, I, this isn't for me I don't want it
0: I saw a video of like a woman who had been buried vertically and she was she was okay nothing bad nothing horrendous happens to her but like there gets to be a point where like they're all laughing and having a great time and she's laughing and then she's getting a little like annoyed and then she starts to panic because she can't move and she can't get herself out. So, like, just the claustrophobia of it. Like, she's freaking out and they're still like, you know, aha, she's she's struggling, let's have some Freud, And she's like, no, get me out now. And she's, like, crying. It's like, no, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a low-stakes scenario because there's a ton of people around to help her. And, like, it looks horrifying.
1: Yeah, just not being able to move, not being able to leave when you want to. That's all that that's what matters. You can I can, I would feel claustrophobic in a in a uh like a basketball gymnasium if I knew I couldn't leave. Like if I knew it was like shuttered shut. It doesn't it, it it's it's not it's not the the size of it and I would feel fine in a cardboard box. Like the uh, like the, the a six foot cardboard box I'd be fine in because I know I can punch my way out, but like it's all about can I leave when if I really really wanted to? Yeah. Um,
0: what about the Earth? You can't leave the Earth.
1: That's true, but I'm not enclosed in the Earth. I'm I'm stuck to it.
0: <laughs> so the wide open sky is is a comforting blue
1: sure that sounds like a song lyric uh
0: do you have any fast facts before we get into the major fact
1: i do so the rain frog lives in or the common rain frog at least lives in southern africa uh, mostly outside of the kalahari desert which is the desert located down there uh these include the countries include botswana zimbabwe Zambia, I wrote Sanbia. I must have been thinking of sand. <laughs> um, Mozambique, uh, Angola, no, sand- Namibia, beach. South Africa. Sand Africa. Sand Africa. Yeah. A Mason can identify Mozambique on a map now. Wow. Because we we read a book to him about animals from Mozambique. Um. So yeah, they, they live in the forests and open grasslands of southern Africa, but not in the desert part. Uh, they have short stubby legs, so they don't hop as much as they walk and crawl around. Uh, they spend most of their time 20 inches uh, underground in their burrows. And if they're threatened, they'll just inflate like a pufferfish and lodge themselves in the burrows, so they're more more difficult to to remove um and when they hunt they'll actually scoop up uh oh i didn't i didn't mention their their diet they eat insects and uh termites caterpillars things that come into their burrow and around them um but they'll to to hunt them they'll actually scoop them up and bop them on the head bop those critters on the head (laughs) Like, like Macy Mice. Like Little mo- Bunny f- Foo 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 um, <laughs> Little Bunny Foo fur- Foo is like shops at designer stores. um, But, yeah, they, have, they do this thing called dapping. No, not dabbing, you disgusting millennials. Dapping. <laughs> what
0: about dapping like a fist bump?
1: Uh, k- kind of it's punching something <laughs> it is it is it, like it's when uh it's a hunting technique uh where they stun where an animal will stun its prey by hitting it and then will will eat at its leisure rather than just trying to catch it with its tongue it'll hit it first which is weird because its tongue is it's got a frog's tongue it's fast probably faster than its hands and stuff. But when, when you're in the tunnels, it's it's a little different. Uh, <laughs> I would know. Um, it also skips the tadpole stage. So most, most frogs uh, lay their eggs either in water or just ab- o- above water so that when the he- eggs hatch, uh, a- purely aquatic tadpoles will come out, swim around and then grow legs and the metamorphosis of frog life begins. Uh, and then they leave the, the the water when they become froglets, but these guys hatch as froglets because they do not hatch in the water um, so that's interesting the froglet completely skips skips the tadpole stage straight to polyrath or Not none of this polywag nonsense stats are terrible and that's all I got.
0: Okie dokie, let's talk about the major fact, which I'm calling stuck like glue. Frogs frog females are sometimes bigger than frog males, but they still like to be the little spoon. When frogs mate, the males latch onto the backs of the females in order to avoid just rolling away in the heat of passion. But the frog with well, the rain frog females have bodies that the typical spooning procedure Uh, It makes it a bit more difficult Why? Because they're round And not just round Like a lot of frogs are round But round like an actual balloon is round Actually A sphere (laughs) Sometimes Um, Males though smaller Are fairly round themselves uh, With short stubby legs And they just can't reach far enough To get any leverage on their Rotund frog wives uh the <laughs> the short stubby legs also makes their dapping even weirder. Like they don't even have the a good good pair of legs to to punch anything. Compared to other frogs.
1: Yeah.
0: Um So anyway, instead they adhere to a different principle during copulation. Uh they glue themselves together. Uh the, they, the pair both excrete glue. So according to researchers in Japan, males secrete a sticky substance from their chest and arms, while females secrete the same goo glue on their backs. Uh, the bond is about as strong as a good piece of Velcro, and it only starts to loose uh, its adhesive it only starts to lose its adhesive power after a few days. So once they, they're stuck together, it's like three days of being stuck together um, with the power of Velcro. So you could go in there and, like, separate them, but they wouldn't appreciate that. What glue um,
1: has joined together Let no frog separate?
0: <laughs> in some cases, frogs can stay st- stuck together for months during the egg laying season.
1: Um, that is, uh, that's a commitment. I mean, that that's impressive. That's an impressive commitment from a frog. Uh,
0: and researchers have to stay up all night because they're nocturnal. They do this at, in the middle of the night. Researchers found in some, some cases, uh, males will glue themselves to other non rain frog frogs. Uh, like they get confused, I guess, and glue themselves to a random other frog. And uh, it doesn't. I don't think it works out for them. <laughs> but they're stuck for three days to another frog, uh, which is funny to me.
1: Glued gotta my frog? That's got to be
0: a massive disappointment if you're just hopping around and somebody glues themselves to you. And now you're st- and they're like, oh, my mistake didn't mean to. And then. Great. <laughs> now we're like this for three. You're great. Days. So. Uh,
1: so where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you having breakfast tomorrow? What are we having? Huh?
0: <laughs> and I'm pre- pretty sure that male frogs are passive in the locomotion departments during this situation, considering their size difference. So they're not going to help. With much of anything. Once they're back there,
1: you're just walking around, and like some guy just velcros himself as a back... Some little guy velcros himself as a backpack to you, <laughs> and it and and you're just you're just Luke and Yoda for the next three three days, <laughs> potentially a month.
0: The the researcher, the Japanese researcher, joked that if you, if there was a human application for this adhesive. It could be for sticky notes that for, for tasks that need to be done within
1: three days. <laughs> it's sticky note that only lasts for three days. <laughs> that's a that that's a specific use case if I've ever seen one. Yes. Like I wanna stick this to the refrigerator, but not all week.
0: Uh it's Monday it's it's I was gonna say Monday Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday, and I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to know when I need to say He is risen. So let me just stick this. I want to the refrigerator. I want this.
1: I I want to stick this sticky note to the refrigerator, but I want it on the floor by Wednesday.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not even a great sticky note because when the the time is up, the sticky note removes itself, <laughs> so you you no longer are
1: reminded. Yeah. So. It's it's like if your if your least favorite thing on Earth is removing sticky notes that you've put up, you have no problem putting them up, but removing them, yeah. forget about it. This is definitely the adhesive material for you.
0: Like it's for tasks that no longer matter after three days. So you put a little trash can underneath your sticky note board, and then it's just like it it the it like archives itself. <laughs> Like a monday.com board that uh, archives after a certain amount of time.
1: Hey, you gotta keep you gotta keep your workspace clean. And it's true. And this one this one keeps itself clean with frog glue. <laughs> uh, but that's all I got. All right, that was um the common rain frog. Yet another frog. We love frogs here in life, death, and taxonomy. And They're little weirdos in fact when we first built the website our banner was a frog with a butterfly in its nose um very cute
0: uh if you are not driving look up a picture of this guy it looks so funny
1: yeah I'm looking at lots of pictures of this guy and it's it's really like uh if a balloon puffer fish uh, frog. was
0: disappointed in you
1: this yeah it is perpetually disappointed (laughs) uh for you out there in podcasts, yeah uh lodge yourself in your tunnels adapt some slimy and satisfying bugs and stick to your spouse through thick and thin like the rain frog here in life death and taxonomy podcast
0: that was some uh well the the end was good advice the beginning was kind of the exact advice we said
1: not to do not to do
0: in in the sand part don't lodge yourself in any tunnels